Hello team and welcome back to the Simply Fit Podcast. Today I bring you some incredible news. I have been working on a secret project for the past three or four months now and I now can tell you that the brand new follow along workout channel is live and here. On this YouTube channel you're going to find workouts for fat loss, muscle building, improving your cardio health, flexibility, everything is going to be on there. You're going to find body weight workouts, dumbbell workouts, kettlebell and resistance bands workouts all that you can follow along with and the best part is that it's completely free they're also around 10 to 20 minutes long meaning if you're short of time you can quickly complete an effective workout or you can combine like two or three of them together and complete like a full 45 to 60 minute workout new workouts will go live on the channel every tuesday and thursday and they're going to be accompanied by an amazing backdrop which i'm sure you're all going to enjoy so if you want to find the channel just search elliot hasoon into youtube and you'll find it very easily and please subscribe it makes me very, very happy and it helps the channel grow. And feel free to tell your friends, your family, your pets, whoever you want to share this with and let's work out together. Welcome to the Simply Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Hassoun. In this podcast, I'll be looking at three key questions related to fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I will break these down into information that is easy to understand and actionable so that you can apply it to your life today. This podcast will give you all you need to improve your health and well-being once and for all. So sit back, listen, and most importantly, take action. Hello, wonderful humans, and welcome back to the Simply Fit Podcast. I am excited to bring you episode 54, as it's another episode recorded with a successful member of the EHC team. I know how much you all enjoyed Anika's episode, and today I interview Tash, who dropped over 20 kilos on her journey and has been able to successfully sustain her results and is now flying solo. She battled COVID during her journey. She managed to make progress through multiple lockdowns, and she was able to get back to a fitter, healthier version of herself within the course of just over six months. So what was interesting for me is that another member of the EH team coached Tash through her journey. So it's fascinating to learn all the ins and outs of her journey and how she ultimately got to where she did. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Tash, welcome to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you here. And the way I like to usually kick this off is to get a bit of context about yourself, go through your superhero origin story, so to speak. So who is Tash? Hi, this is Tosh. Um, I actually have a nine to five office job. And outside of that, I love traveling. Um, I'm actually a really sociable person. And um, I am a fitness guru, you know, out there about trying to achieve different things. And I was involved in quite a lot of fitness activities. So yeah, that's me. Amazing. What type of fitness activities were you into before you started the journey? And then was that, did that continue as you got started with us? Or were you, is that, that something that eased off during the pandemic? So I actually had my fingers in quite a lot of pies. So I was doing a variety of stuff. So I was doing boxing. I would play badminton. I would play yoga. I did gym training. I did gym classes. So it was a variety of things, but I wouldn't say there was a consistency in what I did. It's more like what I felt like on the day or what I felt was, you know, my body can handle. Yeah, totally. And was you always like that? Were you like that as a kid or was that something you picked up later on or? At the start of my fitness journey, quite like that. I think just before the pandemic, I added a bit more structure and consistency. Um, But as a type of person, I got quite bored. And also I didn't really enjoy training on my own. So if I was training with someone else, I kind of bounced off their mood and, you know, kind of flowed with what they wanted to do just so that, 
had the momentum of working out rather than have consistency in what I was doing. And then it ended up being in around July last year or August, I want to say, when we first had a conversation. So what led you to the point of reaching out? I know that it's always quite a big step and, you know, to take to reach out to a coach to get started on a journey like this. So what was it that led you to pulling the trigger on that? Um, okay, so I was struggling quite a lot mentally. Um, I think the pandemic triggered off a lot of things for me. So it took away my coping mechanisms, so which was usually going to the gym, socialising, seeing my family. I think everyone was going through that, but I found it a lot harder because it was the first time I had moved out and I was living alone. So everything felt a lot heavier. Um, and because of that, I kind of really stopped moving um I found you know I thought why the hell am I doing a lot of the things I was doing kind of comfort ate quite a lot and um as soon as the first lockdown eased off and it, the restrictions lifted I went into like you know a child being left let out for the first time it was that kind of feeling and I kind of just socialized so much that I gained weight and I think come August my brother who had gone through this journey was just like you know, this is the route for you. Why don't you start this? It will give you structure. It will give you, you know, a good thing to focus on. And usually it's something that I would probably ponder over and just try and find all the negatives. But I went initially, I think I had a phone call. I had a chat with him within half an hour talking to him. I, you know, I called you and I was just like, right, get me started. Just give me two days, get me started ASAP. And I've got a bit of an OCD. So I think it was a Thursday and I was like, I want to start on Monday, not over the weekend. So like, yeah, so I just kind of didn't give myself any time to think about it, just signed up. And that was the start of my journey. Amazing. Yeah, no, that gives us a lot of context. And of course, your brother was doing it during the pandemic as well, right? So then when you came to the point of starting yours, his journey was almost done and dusted. And since he had achieved his goal by that point. So out of interest, I want to ask us, because I feel like a lot of people would have gone through that. How did you feel? Did you almost, were you quite disappointed in how you handled your, the, the pandemic due to the fact you were someone who was quite uh, fit and active before? How did you feel like going into the coaching journey? Like, how did you feel about yourself going into it? Because I feel like a lot of people gave themselves a really hard time and some people are still giving themselves a hard time 16 to 18 months later. So how did you feel? Was it a case of like, I really need to do this because I'm disappointed in myself? Or did you just kind of want to get back to who you were? Uh, mixed emotions there. I think I've always been a strong-minded person. I'm, I've been a driven person. Um, and I think the pandemic mentally broke me down. So I, it's not that I couldn't do it myself. I just didn't have the willpower to do it myself. And I think me signing up to something like this it gave me the structure and the focus, the positive focus that I needed. And I think in fitness wise, it was fine. I am, I'm good at moving myself. It was the food, the emo- handling the emotions, understanding my mind. And I lost all of that. I think just being cooped up, um, feeling claustrophobic and not having like, you know, connections to family and friends as like I wanted to. So it was a more of a mental thing rather than a physical thing. And it wasn't an appearance thing. It was a health thing because there's a lot of focus on BAME people and how coronavirus was affecting BAME people and the lack of vitamin D and how, mm. you know, health really plays a massive role in reducing the chances of catching the virus. And all of that was just playing on my mind. And I am a certain age and you know, certain level of fitness. And I just thought if I don't fix myself now to get to a healthy mindset and um, to a place where my body is healthy, it's going to have massive role and effects when I'm older. Absolutely. No, that's really interesting. And then when you got started, we'll get a 
brief outline of your journey in just a second, but when did that mental switch start to happen? Because I feel like a lot of people will be thinking it's almost impossible for them to get back to a place where they're not leaning on food uh, as a form of comfort. They can't change the mindset, the uncomfortable habits they've created. When did you start to see those changes that happened mentally more so than anything, the way you stopped leaning on food, you started getting back into uh, the nutrition side of things as well? I think it's the realization of being in lockdown and not being in lockdown. So during in lockdown, I felt like X, Y, and Z were the reasons why I was feeling the way I was. And then when lockdown eased, all those things were presented to me and it still didn't make me feel good. So I was just like, what is the reason why I feel the way I feel? And it ultimately came down to how much I had let go physically and mentally. I wanted to do it to regain my power um, of my mind because ultimately that was steering the decisions that I was making in terms of food or whether I exercised or whether I let something get to me. And, you know, it's also managing my emotions. Um, again, that was having like a roll-on effect on all the things I've just described. So was, as soon as I had that conversation with my brother and, and also on that day I was trying on a dress and I just felt awful, I was just like, I can't continue with this mindset and me feeling like this. So it was literally a a light bulb coming on and it was a press of a button. And I just did not bother looking at all my excuses or all the things that could go wrong. And, you know, it was just like I only saw one direction and that was to lose weight, get healthy. (laughs) So, yeah. Amazing. That, that provides really good context. So I'd like to hear now. So we got started, we kicked off in around August, like I mentioned, then you reached your checkpoint recently. What would you say were the milestones on your checkpoint? I know that I want to discuss later on the final stages in a bit more detail, but give, give us an overview of like where you started, maybe in terms of body weight, as long as you're comfortable discussing that, where you ended up in and kind of the journey outline along the way and various challenges you faced. Because if I'm not mistaken, you also had the coronavirus during that period was that right as well yeah that's correct yeah so I'm gonna be a bit real I did find the whole virtual world of interacting with my coach a bit weird only because it was over emails um I'm a bit of a social person I like to form bonds and relationships and um, I think that makes a massive impact on the journey that you take the results that comes out of it so I did find that very very hard um, at the start and I think my poor coach Danny <laughs> He literally got um, such a bombardment of a lot of information. And I think that it was my way of personalizing my journey. And I wanted him to understand the type of person I am and how my mind works and steer me accordingly to that, which really, really worked. So I started at 83 kg and my end weight was 64. Yeah, just over 64. So yeah, I mean, my milestones, I guess it's, I think this journey gives you a lot of insight about the person that you are, what triggers you to do the things that you do. And my problem, as I keep saying, was with food and emotion. So whenever I find my emotions getting a bit too high, I return to comfort food. And with that comfort food, there was no limitations. So this whole journey made me channel my emotions in a a different light. So not turn to food, I will go out for a walk. Um, I'll distract my mind by listening to a podcast, for instance, or get on the phone call. I stopped buying junk food. That is the big move, really. Like, you know, you are in control of what you eat. So when I used to go shopping, I would just walk past it. I was like, if I buy it, I'm going to eat it. If I don't have it, I'm not going to eat it. That was the kind of mindset I was in, actually. And during my journey, I did do a fast, which uh, a religious fast, which only made me eat once a day with, you know, I I chose not to drink water during the day. Um, It was for a week and I did have the coronavirus. So I kind of kind of managed all of that and still kind of got the results I wanted. 
Yeah, it's pretty amazing with uh, those ups and downs coming in between as well. So I want to come back to what you mentioned in regards to some of the ups and downs that you face. So first of all, obviously the challenges with the emotional eating side of things. In the journey, what points would you say that largely impacted you on that front? Would you say that you kind of started off with good momentum for four weeks, but when did that first kick in again? And how did you overcome those challenges, even with, you know, having the structure, having the routines in place? Um, there are different obstacles and different hurdles. I wouldn't say it's the easiest of journeys, but it does make you mentally stronger. I think my very first hurdle was when I was struggling with PMS symptoms and mm-hmm. I was just in one, one side of me was saying, all right, just go and have the chocolate. And the other side of me is like, no, you've invested this much amount of money. Don't let your coach down. Don't let yourself down. I put a lot of pressure on Danny because I made him as accountable. Like, you know, I did call him dad at one point. Um, so it's more like, you know, not letting someone in who I actually respected because of his knowledge and his coaching style. I didn't want to let him down and think, you know, my, his investment of time was like not going well. It's not worthwhile. So I put a lot of pressure on myself in that sense. So that kind of steered me not to fall off the wagon as I would have normally. And the other time, um, other times is just literally it's because I'm working from home. I'm stationary. So I realized that a lot of my emotions are heightened because I'm sat still. So I used to just take myself out for a walk, whether it's raining, whether it's snowing. Um, I would just get an umbrella and go for a walk. And my other coping mechanisms was just talking to my brother. He was you know, a great support because he had been through the journey. He kind of knew the trends of what was uh, happening. So he would just tell me to do, you know, give me little pointers. So it was really good to have him to bounce off ideas and just to have a sanity check, really. I love that. hundred percent. So we could say a good support system based on your brother and obviously the EHC community and everyone around you who's gone through it, the accountability in the form of Danny, the accountability from yourself. And then finally, the way of channeling that energy and those, you know, those coping mechanisms into ones that actually served you versus the ones that hindered you, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. No, I absolutely love that. And talk to us about the period during the coronavirus, because I can imagine a lot of people, and I have worked with a few people who have gone through it, and it can be really, really challenging. And especially when it comes to the recovery aspect of it, how did it impact your journey? Was there a long period you had to take off training? Were you able to stay on point with your nutrition? How did that look for you? Yeah, I mean, it was one of the hardest moments of this pandemic, to be fair, because I was in full swings of the journey. Um, I was getting used to working out. I was, you know, used to moving. I had got back into running, which I had a um, love-hate relationship with. Um, <laughs> you know, I've got I've got a massive fitness ego. So, you know, I set goals and I was on the path of accomplishing like a 5K under 30 minutes. And, you know, it all, all of that came to a massive halt because I was bedridden. Um, to some degree uh, not because my symptoms were heavily bad but it was just the fatigue and you know the headaches were just stationary so mentally it kind of took me back to the first lockdown and people reacting to the coronavirus and you know a lot of people didn't believe it existed until it hit home so for my family I was the person that hit home for them so you know I was dealing with a lot of things then and weirdly enough I was actually really looking forward to just doing my home workouts which I started cussing at that time (laughs) so uh, so I was just like just let me get moving again because I felt really unhealthy not moving so yeah it was quite hard actually it was about 10 days I would think I was out uh, not doing anything 
Yeah, no, I can imagine. Like, it's not the easiest journey as it is. And then you throw something like that on top of it, then it goes without saying. So stepping away from some of the challenges you had on your journey, you just touched on running as well. And also you went through some of the, you know, the mindset wins that you had. Go through a couple of the wins that you had on your journey, aside from the weight loss, of course. For me, it's really the running aspect, actually, because, you know, um, I started running, I think, just when we started this journey and prior to that I hated running I think I would do interval running just to make it a little bit interesting but and then I used to start running for once once a week then it went to twice a week then to three times a week mm-hmm. and the more I did it the easier it became and I was just like okay who who is this person that's running three times a week I, you know there was a point where when some my friend would be like come out running and I'll 